How's everyone doing tonight? Great. Uh, I've got to be honest and say I'm really nervous. And uh, last night I was sharing with a group of high schoolers. And for those of you maybe not familiar with House of Faith, we work with children and youth all the time, which means I don't have to be mature. And uh, I can act silly. And uh, it's a... um, it's a real honor to be here tonight, and when Rose came and asked me, um, I had to say yes. And so, even though I've experienced a little bit of culture shock, um, I'm excited to share with you guys tonight. I'm not even joking about the culture shock, so. Um, I uh, heard a song a couple weeks ago, and uh, the song was Oh Holy Night. And ever since I was a kid, that has been my favorite Christmas song. I always get the lump in my throat because I'm trying not to cry. And uh, that song has just meant so much to me over the years. And so just began to pray about it. I've literally listened to this song on repeat for a week now, uh, morning, afternoon, and night, because I knew there was something deep there. And um, so I'm going to share with you ladies. I won't be long, but um, I, I don't know if anyone here knows the history of this song, but forgive me while I read this to you. Um, there's some French in here. I'm going to mess it up. But in 1847, classic Capo de Rocamur. <laughs> I'm just going to call him Paco, okay? We're just going to go West Texas style, and we'll save that. Uh, he was the commissioner of wines in a small French town, known more for his poetry than his church attendance. It probably shocked Paco when his parish priests asked the commissioner to pen a poem for Christmas Mass. Nevertheless, the poet was honored to share his talent with the church. In a dusty coach traveling down a bumpy road to France's capital city, Paco considered the priest's request. Using the Gospel of Luke as his guide, he imagined witnessing the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. Thoughts of being present on the blessed night inspired him. By the time he arrived in Paris... Oh, holy night had been completed. Moved by his own work, he decided that his Oh, holy night was not just a poem, but a song in need of a master musician's hand. Not musically inclined himself, the poet turned to one of his friends, Adolf, for help. As a man of Jewish ancestry, for Adolf, the words of Oh, holy night represented a day he didn't celebrate, and a man he did not view as a son of God. Nevertheless, he quickly went to work, attempting to marry an original score to the beautiful words. His finished work pleased both poet and priest, and the song was performed just three weeks later at a midnight mass on Christmas Eve. Initially, Oh Holy Night was wholeheartedly accepted by the church in France, and the song quickly found its way into various Catholic Christmas services. But when Paco walked away from the church and became a part of the socialist movement. And church leaders discovered that Adolf Adams was a Jew. The song, which had quickly grown to be one of the most beloved Christmas songs in France, was suddenly and uniformly denounced by the church. The heads of the French Catholic Church of the time deemed O Holy Night as unfit for church services because of its lack of musical taste and, quote, total absence of the spirit of religion. Yet even as the church tried to bury the Christmas song, the French people continued to sing it, and a decade later, a reclusive American writer brought it to a whole new audience halfway around the world. Not only did this American writer, John Sullivan Dwight, 
feel that this wonderful Christmas song needed to be introduced to America, he saw something else in the song that moved him beyond the story of the birth of Christ. An ardent abolitionist, Dwight strongly identified with the lines of the third verse. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Change shall he break for the slave is our brother. And in his name all oppression shall cease. The text supported Dwight's own view of slavery in the South. Published in his magazine, Dwight's English translation of O Holy Night quickly found favor in America, especially in the North during the Civil War. Back in France, even though the song had been banned from the church for almost two decades, many commoners still sang O Holy Night at home. Legend has it that on Christmas Eve of 1871, in the midst of fierce fighting between the armies of Germany and France, during the Franco-Prussian War, a French soldier suddenly jumped out of his muddy trench. Both sides stared at the seemingly crazed man, and boldly standing with no weapon in his hand or at his side, he lifted his eyes to the heavens and began to sing, O Holy Night. After completing all three verses, a German infantryman climbed out of his hiding place and answered with the beginning of Martin Luther's robust From Heaven Above to Earth I Come. The story goes that the fighting stopped for the next 24 hours while the men on both sides observed a temporary peace in honor of Christmas Day. Perhaps this story had a part in the French church once again embracing O Holy Night on holiday services. Adams had been dead for many years, and the others were old men when on Christmas Eve of 1906, Reginald uh, Fessenden, a 33-year-old university professor and former chief chemist for Thomas Edison, did something long thought impossible. Using a new type of generator, Fessenden spoke into a microphone, and for the first time in history, a man's voice was broadcast over the airwaves. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. He began in a clear, strong voice, hoping he was reaching across the dis distances he supposed he would. Shocked radio operators on ships and astonished wireless owners at newspapers sat slack-jawed as their normal, coded impulses heard over tiny speakers, were interrupted by a professor reading from the Gospel of Luke. To the few who caught this broadcast, it must have seemed like a miracle, hearing a voice somehow transmitted to those far away. Some might have believed they were hearing the voice of an angel. Fessenden was probably unaware of the sensation he was causing on ships and in offices. He couldn't have known that men and women were rushing to their wireless units to catch this Christmas Eve miracle. After finishing his recitation of the birth of Christ, he picked up his violin and played O Holy Night, the first song ever sent through the air via radio waves. When the carol ended, so did the broadcast, but not before music had found a new medium that would take it around the world. Since that first rendition at a small Christmas Mass in 1847, O Holy Night has been sung millions of times in churches in every corner of the world. And since the moment a handful of people first heard it played over the radio, the carol has gone on to become one of the entertainment industry's most recorded 
and played spiritual songs. This incredible work, requested by a forgotten parish priest, written by a poet who would later split from the church, given soaring music by a Jewish composer, and brought to Americans to serve as much as a tool to spotlight the sinful nature of slavery as tell the story of the birth of a Savior, has become one of the most beautiful, inspired pieces of music ever created. Oh, holy night. We know the song well. We know the lyrics. And I, I just broke it down, and I kind of rearranged the words a little bit, but... Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Christmas season is here. I think we're well aware of that. There's lights everywhere, the commercials, the shopping, the running, the crazy, the parties, the preparations. It's here. As Christians, we get to celebrate that all year long. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Our dark days we live in. Shooting in California, bombings in Paris. Doesn't take longer than five minutes to realize we live in a dark, sinful world. And sin and error pining long lay the world. For thousands of years, the darkness has never gone away. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Change shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. God, a God of freedom, a God of mercy, a God of grace and forgiveness, a God of goodness who loves his children so much that his heart is that none would perish, but that all would come to a saving knowledge of Christ. And not out of religion, not out of rules, but out of relationship. Change shall he break, for the slave is our brother. I wonder how true that is. I think about those who commit heinous crimes. I think about ISIS, for the slave is our brother. I wonder about that. Because it's Christmas for them too. They don't know Jesus. They don't have the light of the world or the hope of the world. But change shall he break, for the slave is our brother. God is still in a chain-breaking business. And he says, and it says that all oppression shall, shall cease in his name. The name that is above every name. The name that is above ISIS. The name that is above the United States government. The name that is above our shopping list and our to-do list and the unending madness. That name of Jesus. The name above every other name. The name that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. Jesus. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Loving one another. It's not the easiest thing in the world sometimes. Even the scripture says... How easy for you to love those who love you. Love the ones who don't love you. Bless those who persecute you. Forgive those who dishonor you. Love. Truly he has taught us to love another. Jesus. Born in a manger. The lowliest of places. Surrounded by animals. And all wasn't holy that night. There was a king who was enraged. 
that the supposed son of God would be born and he would send out a decree to have every young male killed. Truly he has taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. And the minute it becomes anything else but love and peace, we've got it wrong. We've got it wrong. Truly he has taught us to love one another. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. A thrill of hope. Have you tasted hope recently? Have you been so overcome by the world and the darkness and the things that you face? Because Christmas isn't always bright. Sometimes the lights go out and the ornaments break and the family stops showing up and you get the wrong diagnosis from the doctor and the husband walks out and the kids rebel. A thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. For there is one who has come, Emmanuel, God with us. God with us on the greatest days and on the highest mountains and God with us in the darkest of days and the lowest of valleys. A thrill of hope, our weary world rejoices. A thrill of hope, weary terror rejoices. For he has come, Emmanuel. And my soul has felt its worth. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Voices that never stop crying out. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. All day long, all night long. They never stop praising him. Oh, hear the angel voices. Sometimes we forget what worship is. It's not pretty voices and kept rhythm and clapped hands and great songs that make us feel good. Worship is saying, God, you are God and you are so worthy and I can't stop telling you who you are. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine, oh, night when Christ was born. In sweet hymns of joy and grateful chorus raise me. Let all within us praise his holy name. The scripture saying he shall be called wonderful counselor, the everlasting God, the prince of peace. You know his name. Faithful God, strong tower, righteousness, shield that protects Enduring till the end. Let all within us praise his holy name. For he has come. Christ has come. We have a God who didn't wait for us to come to him. He drew near to us. And that is what Christmas is. Emmanuel, God with us. I was struck by one particular line in his history says this, the heads of the French Catholic Church of the time deemed O Holy Night as unfit for church services because of its lack of musical taste. They must have not been able to hear, I don't know. And I quote, 
total absence of the spirit of religion. I actually couldn't agree more. Because following Jesus isn't religion. It's relationship. And Christmas is a coming together, a gathering saying we're in this together. We're in this together. I think it's one of the most beautiful worship songs that's ever been written. And we're going to listen to it in a minute, and we're going to light candles together. And I chose this particular vision, uh, version because the lady singing it, when, when you watch a video, she is genuinely worshiping God. I don't know what Christmas is like for you. I don't know your story. I don't know how you feel about it. But we're here, and we're together. And it doesn't really matter if we have anything in common or not, or if we know each other's stories, or if we like each other's hair or clothes or perfume. We're in this together. And I think Christmas is a time to get past the superficial. I don't know where this verse is. I'm, I'm really terrible at referencing scripture. I didn't have time to write it down, but the Bible says to fully enter into suffering with one another. When one part weeps, all should weep. When one part rejoices, we all should rejoice. And I remember thinking, oh man, that's like split personality stuff. Like, you can't do that, you know? Like, I don't want to enter into your bad day with you because what if I'm having a great day? You know, like, I don't want you to rain on my parade. And I don't expect you to cheer for me when you're having a crummy day and I just got... A bonus, whatever. (laughs) But here's what I've learned. It is possible to do both. Because we have a God who does both. And when we minimize the suffering of one another, we've missed the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. When Jesus was born, yeah, it was a holy night. And and the song Silent Night cracks me up because I'm like, there were probably people wailing because their kids got killed. They were scared. It was crowded. The stress. You mamas know about stress. Can you imagine? In a way, in a manger, I think it's hilarious because it says, Rod, you and virgin. And I'm like, that's rude. They're totally making fun of Mary because she was pregnant. I'm sure it means something different. (laughs) But we have a God who has come. We live in a dark, dark world. But there is a light that shines greater. There is hope that still glimmers in the shadows. There is a God who says, I love you enough that I'm coming to where you're at. And then together, we're going to change the world. We're going to change the world. So I'm going to play this song. If I have to loop it, I will. But here's what we're going to do. I asked Rose to bring candles. We're going to go old school. And I'm just doing whatever the Lord said to do. So we'll go with it. And and I'll start it up up here. And uh, we'll, we'll start it on each side. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to light candles like an old school candlelight service while we listen to the song. And I really want you to listen to the words of the song. In a new way. In a way that you've never heard it before. And when you light the person's candle next to you, you're saying, hey, I'm in this with you. We're in this together. When you have a bad day, I'm going to have a bad day with you. And when you have a great day, I'm going to have a great day with you. Because that is who God is. And that is who we want to be. Emmanuel, God with us. We can fully be with each other and celebrate the season. 
There's a lot to be thankful for, but we need not forget the ones who feel like all hope is gone because it's not. Emmanuel, God with us. So we'll start the candles up here, and then y'all can pass the the flame, and um, we'll finish out with that. I'm going to pray. God, thank you for who you are. God, thank you for time to just settle and be still. God, the decorations are super fun. The food was amazing. The laughter is great. The gifts are ridiculous. But God, thank you. That's your spirit that draws us together. That we are one. And God, we are in this together. God, thank you that you're Emmanuel. God with us. And God, in this season, when all seems dark and things go wrong and the bad news keeps coming and the shootings keep happening... God, we say that we trust in you. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Emmanuel, God with us, wonderful counselor, deliverer, the everlasting, the prince of peace, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the one who will rule and reign forever, the God of the unshakable government. God, I pray that you would teach us in a new way this season, that we are together. That we're in this for the long haul with each other. God, we honor you. We bless you. We thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you mean to us. Thank you for how you love us. For your faithfulness to us. God, thank you that your light shines greater. Tonight, Father, we light these candles in honor of you. In honor of the light that never stops shining. In Jesus' name, amen.